0: He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back to best episode of Conservative Daily. Podcast. A little bit of re- remote issues there for a minute. We uh, we have a guest today. We have several guests today, and we're going to talk about um, what's coming up and what should be on most of your minds, and that is the primaries. And th- there's a ton of I think just, just angst. What we're dealing with collectively. As a nation, we know that there are three types of candidates, Democrat candidates, right? So this is the radical left. This is the new norm of, of creating chaos and a lack of sensibility, sensibility. Then you have the rhinos, which are really two wings of the same bird with the radical left, and then you have the first candidates. You have people that made a choice to step out into this race, to stand up for the American people. And so we have one of those candidates that's on right now with us. And um, I wanna I want you to hear from her. She is a candidate for governor of Georgia. She is going up against powerhouses in that area and she's a powerhouse herself. And she has stood unapologetically for the American people and for the people of Georgia. I want to welcome Candace Taylor to the show. Candace, welcome to the show.
3: Hey, Joe. Thanks hey for
0: you. having me. Hey, absolutely. Great to yeah. see you. <laughs>
3: Yes, it's great to see you too. We had some technical difficulties for a second. Maybe it's me.
0: No, it's probably us. It's probably us. Um, so you're on the road right now. You have one day left to the primary.
3: That's right. We've been working all day, putting out cards and doors and and doing sign waving and door knocking and phone calls. And I've had about seven interviews today. It's just been a very busy day. But every single minute counts because 95 percent of people that I've talked to haven't voted yet. And so it's a huge, huge push deal. We're not done. We have all day tomorrow, too, and we're going to keep working our butt off until we get enough votes to push Brian Kemp into a runoff or take it right out.
0: Okay, so there's a there's a three way race. I mean, there's more, but there's there's basically a three way race. There's between you, Kemp, and Purdue. Correct? That's right. All right. So 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 tell me first. Tell 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 everyone who does not know who you are, which is probably no one that is listening to this show. But tell the audience who you are and what you stand for.
3: Well, I'm Candace Taylor. I'm from South Georgia. I'm an educator. I've spent most of my career as a school counselor fighting for abused children, fighting against sex trafficking, fighting for domestic violence victims. I've done that for 19 years. I'm an administrator now at the Board of Education where I'm the homeless liaison and I coordinate the other counselors, DJJ, DFACs, that kind of thing. And I just am worried about being free. I don't want to lose our freedom. And when I saw what happened in 2020 and a failed administration of Governor Bryan. Kemp and not calling a special session not pushing the Georgia legislators to do an investigation I just I knew that something had to change and I saw all the deals that were being made with China and with Hollywood and no one's standing up for the people and I thought you know what we're gonna put morality over money in Georgia and I'm gonna get involved and we're gonna put Jesus guns and babies first and we're gonna protect our, our rights and our Constitution and I got involved and we have a huge grassroots movement it's not even a campaign at this point. We have over 2000 volunteers and we are taking Georgia by storm back to the people.
0: Awesome. Well, I, I have to tell you that there's been a little bit of controversy around this race specifically, and you had a, um, you had a, uh, uh debate of which they did not want to invite you to, is that correct?
3: That's correct. They had two debates that I wasn't invited to. They said because of the polling numbers, but I wasn't even included in the polls. And in 2018, Brian Kemp and four others went to all the debates. And so it's kind of strange that this time we only have the top two they want, the establishment twin rhinos in the debate, and they don't include me. And um, But anyway, I got in one of the debates, in the Georgia Press Club, Atlanta Press Club debate, and I won easily. They know that. I held them accountable. Brian Kent refused to denounce the CCP. When I asked him multiple times, and he looked mortified, quite honestly, that I'd even bring that up, But when you meet with the consul of China four times before you sign Dominion 17 days later as a state, I think it's a legitimate concern. We have solar panel farms being pushed on our farmers. We have a Rivion battery plant, $2 billion funded by George Soros. It's a legitimate question. Are you putting Georgia first or China first?
0: Well, and I think that you, you just said that they, Signed a deal with Dominion 17 days after meeting with China. I mean, you look at all the things that connect China to different other nation states across the across the globe. It's not a stretch. It's not like you're just making this up and pulling things out of out of midair. I mean, these these are correlations that people should be paying attention to, especially in light of what happened with the election in 2020.
3: Exactly. We have to ask questions. We have to hold them accountable. There's no more of this. We elect people and we're raising our families and we're paying taxes and we're not paying attention. Those days are over. There's no more day- of just watching Fox News and mainstream media and trusting them to give us the highlights of the day there's no more of that that's why your platform is so important here at, at Frank's speech with Mike Lindell and your platform right here with your podcast a conservative Podcast. you have it's vital to the people of Georgia the rest of the country for us to know what's going on for us to be able to tap in and see you no know, this is the real news this is what's going on because we have to take this country back this country is a bottom-up government. is of, by, and for the people. We run the show. It's our government. And the minute that we quit paying attention is whenever this has started happening. and It's just derailed. This has been going on for decades, and we've gotten this far removed from the Constitution and honoring what it says that these politicians think that the power belongs to them, and they don't have to honor anything they swore the oath of office to do, which is totally wrong. It's incorrect. It's false, and we the people are going to show them that come tomorrow.
0: Okay, so you're also not just an educator. You 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 have your doctorate. You're a doctor, yeah, I have Candace a Taylor.
3: I have, yeah, I have a PhD in counseling. Yes.
0: So so what made you get involved in the race? Like, what made you give up doing what you were doing to, to uh, serve and protect children to get in the race to to protect all of uh, the people from Georgia?
3: Well, I still have my job. I'm just on an unpaid leave of absence for two months to campaign. But I've been campaigning on the weekends and at night for the past year and a half, even while I was working. But the reason why I decided to go full in is our campaign had grown to the point that I was turning down 90% of what was asked of me campaign-wise to work. And so I knew I had to make that transition. So it's been a huge sacrifice money-wise because I can't pay myself for my campaign. So it's been huge sacrifice for our family. But I know that I have to do this if we don't do this we're gonna end up with one of the twin rhinos in the state of Georgia and they are gonna represent themselves they're millionaires they care about themselves and their pocketbook and they care about big corporations and tax breaks they don't care about small business they don't care about normal working-class Georgians they only care about their buddies and this elite good old boy system and we've had enough of it in Georgia what the swamp in Atlanta is worse than one in DC I promise
0: All right, so let me ask you the question, there's something that President Trump said back in uh, 2016 when he was running for president, and he goes, what do you have to lose? I mean, for those people that would say that, hey, between Kemp and uh, Purdue, that that they're experienced in that environment, do you think experience has gotten us to a place where we're in a good place as a country? And I already know the answer to that question. So then my follow up question would be is, do they, I mean, wouldn't you say that they have nothing to lose than voting for you?
3: Right. There's nothing to lose. The thing is, it's
0: a bad way to say it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's true. There's nothing to lose. There's everything to gain, right? We can take the state of Georgia back to the people. I'm not. Corrupt, I don't have any backroom deal money. I'm not gonna be in my knee. I'm bought and paid for with the blood of Jesus and I'm I'm gonna represent the people and absolutely the people are sick of it. They're tired of all the rhetoric and, and hearing the lies and the manipulation and not getting a straight answer out of people. They're sick of it. We're all sick of it. We're done with it. So we're gonna get someone to represent us that's actually like us, that pays taxes, that understands what it's like to go to work every day and, and serve the people. I'm already a public servant. I've been a public servant for 19 years. I know what that. That's light to serve the public. So we're going to do that in Georgia. That's going to happen. Um, It's a huge movement. The the boys know it. They know what's coming and they're, they're a little worried. They're concerned. They're going to lose their stronghold in Georgia. My allergies are acting up here.
0: (laughs) So what, what part of the state are you in right now?
3: i'm in i'm in south georgia and so i'm the pollen my husband had bought me some flowers for our anniversary and i touched them while ago when i was straightening up and touched my eye and now my nose is running my eyes swollen so anyway that's part of that's first world problems in georgia with the pollen
0: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely well i know that you have some other candidates you had a a rally on sunday and i was supposed to be there but i got 18 inches of snow and and frankly, trees down, and I couldn't I couldn't abandon my wife and, and leave her with that. Actually, I couldn't get out of my driveway if I wanted to. Um, but I, the rally was unbelievable.
3: It really was. We had five to seven hundred people there, a last minute rally, one week out, and people just came from all over. Mike Lindell will tell you that. It was the best rally he's ever been to, organized-wise, and just the people and the response. They were so excited to see everyone. We hated that you couldn't make it, but we understand, you know, it was snowing there and it was 95 degrees where we were. It's crazy how the weather is on other sides of the country, but it was awesome. And, And it was more, you know, I had Fox News was there, And the lady that was doing the the interview, she said to me, she said, I've been to a lot of political rallies and I've never seen one like this one. She said this was very focused on Jesus and it was really different, but in a good way. And I told her, you know, I'm glad. I hope she enjoyed it. And I asked her what she saved and she said yes. And so it was a wonderful day. I mean, we had worship and we had pastor, you know, do a sermon and, you know, everybody just rallying for the country this is why we have america so we can worship jesus freely and we can't take it for granted we have to fight we're at war right now we're in a digital war we're in an information war we're at a war for the very soul of our of our of our country and how much is this as our soul worth is it worth our freedom is it worth you know allowing this transgender push and the the mandate push and and the liberal left Push on the people, or is it worth standing up and pushing back with our words and with our platforms?
0: Well, I would argue that it's 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 not even just worth it; it's necessary. If we don't do it now, there's there's nothing left that we'll wake up to for the, for our future generations. So, so we have Holly on, who was at your rally. So i wanted to I wanted to bring her on. I think that she is the campaign manager for uh mr scott is that correct mr producer
3: holly is my right hand she was my campaign manager but she took it right with elections responsibility yeah holly's my right hand and she does a lot with elections and so she had to step away from doing my campaign full-time and work on the national teams and stuff with elections but she's she was there she helped coordinate the event with my scheduler and they did an awesome job
1: yeah, and Holly's awesome. uh, massively involved with the uh, Georgia grassroots. Awesome,
0: awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, yes. I tell you, I, I, went on, I went on to Telegram and a few other uh, platforms and said that the only choice in Georgia is Candace Taylor. I'm I, I well, very clear. It. I know that yeah. Stu Peters did as well. Yeah. And, and, I, and I know Stu Peters did as well, and I know Mike Lindell did as well, and there are a lot of people that are behind you. Um, and so I'm, I'm just trying to urge as many people in Georgia, and even those that are not in Georgia, that have friends or family in Georgia, to urge them to say it does matter and that they do need to get out and vote. And they need to vote for someone that it literally is going to stand up for the values that they have as Americans and as uh, fellow citizens of, of Georgia.
3: How would you? Oh, we, lo- we lost General you. General Hi, can you hear me? Okay, so right before I got on here with you, I had a... I had a surprise call from General Flynn. I've never talked, spoken to him. I've never met him before. He called me today and just told me that he had watched the debate that I did and that he was so proud of me and that I showed true leadership and that he was praying for me and that he hoped that I win tomorrow. And it was very nice. It was so humbling for him to call me because I just consider him a patriot. He's done so much for America. And um, it was a very humbling phone call. So it's been a good day.
0: It's a great day. Well, I know you have a busy schedule and, uh, but I'll give you the final word and I want you to just, uh, you know, we'll be praying for you. A matter of fact, we'll be praying on this show for you that, that, um, you prevail tomorrow and that you're the next governor of Georgia.
3: Well, thank you so much, Joe. And I'll just say to y'all, if you haven't voted and you're in Georgia, please get out tomorrow and vote. If you know anybody in Georgia, y'all please tell them to vote. Tell them to bring 10 conservative friends with them. Their vote matters more right now during a primary because not as many people vote. And so we have to turn out the vote. It's huge efforts right now in Georgia. This is our chance. This is our chance not to have to choose between the lesser of evils come November 8th. We get a choice right now that is of the people. And so let's do it. And so y'all go to Candace Taylor com. Y'all can do get involved and y'all can sign up to be a volunteer and do phone calls for me if you want to tomorrow morning. And I would love to have a $25 donation. We're sending out text messages. We're doing about thirty thousand dollars in the next two days to a million voters. And so we'd love anything that y'all can contribute. Most of all your prayers. I need your prayers.
0: Absolutely. Awesome. Well, God bless you, Candice. I tell you what, I will I will go and m- Mr. Producer, it. yeah, there it is. CandiceTaylor.com. That's K-A-N-D-I-S-S-T-A-Y-L-O-R.com.
3: Yes. Thank you so much, Jay.
0: God bless you. I'll see you in the fight.
3: God bless you. And I'll be
0: calling you tomorrow, by the way, to congratulate you.
3: Yes, please do. I'm going to wait on it.
0: All right. Sounds good. Take care. Candace Taylor, everyone. I know we're having a a little bit of technical difficulties. It seems as if we're have a little bit of a lag. So if you're, if you're hearing that, I'm sorry, we are working on it. Um, we do have, we, we have Holly on the, on the call as well, right? Mr. Producer is Holly on? Yep. She's ready to go. All right, let's go ahead and bring Holly on. Are we doing better on the, on the audio here? Yep. Yeah. You're better now. Okay, good. Holly, how are you? Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you, Joe. We missed you yesterday. It was an excellent event. Absolutely magnificent.
0: I heard it was amazing. I got to watch some of the video that was out there on the event. Um, Mr. Producer, do we have some of the video as well?
1: Uh, Not from the event. I'm not finding stuff from the event. I have some of uh, Candace speaking on, on War Room.
0: Okay. Perfect. We'll probably get a little bit of that, but Holly, this has been an incredible journey. Has it not? I mean, seeing Candace literally just go out there and tirelessly walk city to city in Georgia and to see the type of, of embracing that is happening with the people of Georgia with her. I, th- I just think it's absolutely amazing.
2: It is amazing. I met Candace every year ago and we started I've, I've been with her about uh, just over a year when i first started this you know i was like every summer fourth and and had to do something had to jump in the race and um and so i hit the ground running and like i said her and i met last spring and when we met it was actually at election integrity rally is how we met because that's kind of my forte and, and what i've really dug my heels into and we met at a rally in north georgia and uh and I fell in love with her. She uh, she actually was refusing PAC money um, at the time. And I turned around when she got off the phone, I turned around, looked at her, I said, uh, <laughs> are you Candace Taylor who's running for G- governor of Georgia? And she was like, yes ma'am, I am. I said, wow, I said, that was incredible. And I can't believe you're, you're planning on doing this, you know, with no PAC money. And she said, I'm not signing my name to a contract. She said, I'm just not, I, I promised myself, I promised the Lord and I promised my supporters, I'm not doing it and I'm not. And she has stood, stood by that. And so I, I told her what I did and what I was involved in and how I had started a grassroots movement in Georgia and how I wanted to team up with her and and roll that grassroots movement and uh, the way we designed it and did it, you know, roll it into her campaign and that's exactly what we did. So I, I did, you heard her say, I did serve as our campaign manager for a little while, but once we got up and moving, you know, we needed people, we needed media teams, we needed graphic design teams, um social media teams i mean the whole nine yards so it was better for me to concentrate and focus on election integrity and and kind of serve as our right hand and her and i are you know we're like best friends now so always together always talking um, and doing stuff, but, but the team is just absolutely amazing. And it truly is a God thing. I mean, he has put every single person, you know, whether it's part of the core team or if it's the district coordinators or the county leads or, or the thousands of volunteers, he has really done an amazing job, you know, bringing us all together. And, and it, it's, it's phenomenal. I've been with her, you know, since the beginning and, and it truly is amazing to see how it's all, it's all panned out. So we're excited. We know what the grassroots base is doing. Um, we actually know what a lot of establishment folks are doing tomorrow and how they're gonna vote. So we're getting all of that word too. So I think she's about to shock the world. I think it's it's gonna be an exciting time here in Georgia.
0: Well, I, t- I tell you, every time that I've heard her speak, especially in the debate, she eviscerated both Purdue and Kemp. It was unbelievable. I, I had never seen someone be so calm, cool, and collected, and yet present the facts, and have the other side answer with such with such empty answers. They're, they're just, they're just, there, there, just there wasn't a response that was worthy of, of you know, even scratching your head of consideration. Like, what what had just happened here? Like, what are, what are we hearing them say? Not denouncing the CCP, not talking about the election fraud in Georgia, and frankly, it's the hotbed down in Georgia because it's so in your face. It's hard. To but I'm gonna really quickly do an ad read. Uh, so this podcast brought to you by Air Med Network. Um, if you're in a rural area, it's hard to reach, or if you like to hike, or you, you frankly you spend a lot of time on the road, health insurance won't always cover you at the cost of an America, or excuse me, an emergency medical flight. God forbid it ever happened to you. But with Air Med Network you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household will be covered. There are no deductibles in case you ever need to be air medically transported. There's also a secondary one that if you are in a different state, they can fly you back uh, to the state so you don't have a, a, as heavy a burden on your family getting to you. So if you use promo code DAILY um, and you go to airmedcarenetwork.com DAILY and use promo code DAILY, you'll receive up to a $50 e-gift card when you sign up today. I've been a member for the last year and a half. So go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily.
1: We lost it for a second a there, look, Jeff.
0: Ollie, could you hear me or no?
2: I didn't hear the tail end you of that. You lost me for a second? I got, yeah, I lost you for a second, but I did get <sighs> the gist of it. And so my response to that is um, we have heard over and over and over again that, you know, which one can beat Stacey Abrams? We got to vote for this one. He's already beat her. We got this one. You know, he, she's going to rail him you know, I mean, over and over. And I'm here to tell everybody, you better get Candace Taylor in and you better vote for Candace Taylor because here's here's the reality of the situation. They're both establishment. Stacey, they're both in bed together. Stacey is going to rip them a new one. Candace Taylor, she can hold her own. She's proven it. Everybody's seen it. She is a spitfire crap firecracker and she does it with class grace and elegance every single time so if we want somebody that can beat Stacey Abrams y'all better vote Candace Taylor well
0: and that brings me to the part about Stacey Abrams saying that Georgia is one of the worst places in the country to live what do you think of that
2: well personally I think she should go somewhere else she honestly shouldn't she shouldn't even be running she should be in jail really um that's where she should be but but since she's not she shouldn't be running um and since she doesn't like the state of georgia and we love the state of georgia she needs to get out of it um and and take all the other bad cronies with her uh we're we're ready to get our state back We're, we're sick and tired of this good old boy network and that's why we all love candace that's why we're all coming together and standing behind her is because everybody's had enough even the Democrats, I, I actually talked to Democrats, this is a true story. I talked to Democrats that have called me out of the blue and said, we do not want her, we are tired of her, we don't want Kemp, we know y'all don't want Kemp. We need to team up together and we need to vote for Candace Taylor. She is the only choice, the only thing that is gonna save this state. So when you got Republicans and Democrats coming together like that, you know, in a grassroots level, that's that's pretty amazing. So.
0: Well, I'll tell you, I don't know what's happening with the attacks on not being able to stay connected and you guys being able to hear me. But, Mr. Producer, feel free to step in at any time and, uh, you know, take over a little bit of asking questions. Uh, uh, everyone's able to hear.
1: Yeah, you just broke up for a second there, Joe. You're, you're really good most of the time, and then a few seconds at a time you'll kind of drop out. Yeah. Um. But I know Holly. I do want to. Uh, I want to thank you for yeah. everything that you're yeah, doing. I don't, I don't like... Yeah, I'm gonna try and drop a little bit, Joe, so that you're a little bit clear. Um, <laughs> but you know, Holly, I know. I know you've been working a lot with, uh, you know, with Candice, and I know she mentioned you had to step away. But uh, I think it's important that people see and understand exactly how powerful what you guys are doing is, and you know, the grass moves, the grassroots movement that you you all do have in Georgia, so how do people in other states who are facing the same kinds of, of frankly evil, how do they you know, create the same type of movement and gain the same type of traction uh, in their states? How, how do they replicate the great work that you all are doing?
2: So one way they can do it is I'm actually affiliated with two different organizations that are doing absolutely wonderful things. One of them y'all are very familiar with. Um, that is Cause of America. Oregon. People can go on a call and get connected there. The other one is CCDF USA. They can get on there, um, sign up as an ambassador, and get connected there. We have, we do have like a national team where we all work together. We have state leaders in every team. We talk, we communicate every single day. They're all doing the same thing, getting the ground running. So you know, those I would say those are probably the two avenues. CauseofAmerica.com. You can find that through Mike Lindell and Frank Speech. And then ccdfusa.com, both kind of doing the same same thing, same kind of idea, you know, both working to save America, get people connected, um, but focusing on a couple of different avenues. So, so, you know, if people want to get involved in the grassroots movement, do that. Sign up at both of them. We can get you plugged in, you know, where you need to be plugged into and what you're good at. Everybody has a passion, and that's what you find out. There's so many avenues. It's not just election integrity. Um, There's CRT. There's, you know, the education side. There's um you know finance and accountability that's another thing um there's legal you know we're always looking for you know people that can assist patriots that can assist on the legal aspect legal side of things so there's all different avenues that people can get involved in the grassroots you know it's um you don't have to be any you know big special person or a ceo of anything we're all just normal people that you know have come together and and working hard for the same goal at the end of the day we all just want our country back
1: Amen. I think that's something that we can all, uh, we can all agree with 100%. And I think we do have Joe back. Uh, can you hear us, Joe?
0: Yeah. Hey, look, I'm really sorry. I don't know what is happening or or why it's happening, but it keeps disconnecting in, in my computer. Uh, I just checked the Ram is running at like 140%. So it's, um, it's definitely working overtime, which is never done before, but I'm gonna remote location. (laughs) <laughs> uh, today. Um Holly, predictions for tomorrow.
2: Well, um, everybody keeps talking about a runoff, but I think I think she's gonna think she's gonna take this thing outright. So I don't I don't think we're gonna be looking at a runoff. But um worst case scenario, yeah. She'll she'll be in a runoff. But it's it's gonna be good. We're gonna have a great outcome. It's gonna be a great day. And I'll I'll be with her tomorrow too. So we'll we'll definitely be keeping you posted and you know letting you know what the results and all of that are so as they're coming in i think they're going to start streaming at eleven thirty. i think i was told
0: so i'm really excited to, to have found this bank uh axos bank they opened on independence day uh in 2000 they're not crumbling brick and mortar they're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of american traditions take a look at the rewards checking account where you can earn their highest interest rate it's a it's a big one listeners can get 150 fifty dollar bonus when you open um Open up an account by July 31st. Big rewards from banks that believe that the freedom to do business without compromise are values. Amazing, right? So go to AxosBank.com slash daily for full details. That's AXOS.com slash daily for all the cash bonus. All you need is $1,500 direct deposit in the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Axos Bank is federally insured, member FDIC, and they're for us. All of us, AxosBank.com slash daily. Go check them out.
1: Awesome, and if you don't mind, hi. Right, I'd so like to. Uh, oh, go ahead, Joe.
0: No, go ahead. Go ahead. I just wanted to
1: get your take on this. There, we have a clip of, uh, we have a clip of Candace speaking on Bannon. I believe it was this morning. Uh, they were talking about the poll numbers, which we've seen the same kind of tactic uh, across all you know all the states in the country, on how you know they're continually lying and saying that the candidates who the people actually do support aren't pulling very high. And then they inflate these numbers uh, for all of these rhino, uh, you know, deep state pieces of garbage. Uh, so if you don't want to, I, I want to play this clip. It's a, it's a couple minutes long, and then just get your response to it, asking about, you know, predictions uh, in Georgia tomorrow. And, you know, I, and I believe as well as the rest of our team do believe that uh, Candace is going to destroy them. Uh, but I'd like to play this real quick. If that's all right, Holly. Yes. got Dr. Candace Taylor. She's also running in this very intense primary for the governor, Republican nomination for the governorship down in, in Georgia. Uh, Candace, uh, Mike Lindell was barnstorming Review of the weekend. i got to tell you, the compliments, he, he, I talked to him at length over the weekend. He's saying it was the most organized effort he'd ever seen. The intensity of your crowds is, is something extraordinary. And he says that the polls, I think the poll just came out from Towers said you're still around 6%. But he says, hey, it's a total undercount. Because your analysis shows that they don't, like the 50% of the people that showed up that didn't vote in 2018, they don't, aren't really count, included in the polls because they're not considered most likely voters in the primaries. What say you, Dr. Candace Taylor?
3: Good morning, Steve. Yes, you know, i told my voters not to do the polls. In fact, to vote for him for Purdue in the polls and not to even let them know they're choosing me
4: because they don't want
3: to tell the truth when they give it to the media. So my people are either not voting or they're voting for one of the other two. They're not showing the poll numbers. They have no clue what I'm polling at. But we know that the polls that the governor saw, I was at 29%. He knows that I'm the force to be reckoned with. That's why I put a billboard up at 300 yards from my house to bully me. So we know that that was done last week. It's good. We had a huge rally yesterday, five to 700 people, and it was very organized by grassroots free volunteers that are passionate about taking Georgia back to the people. It was an awesome rally. Stu Peters was there. Mike Lindell was there. It was amazing. And we'll have another one in a couple of weeks when we win this primary.
1: Uh, How do people uh, get to the, the key thing now is get up. So again, you know, same, same kind of tactic. So it's, uh, it's the same story that we've heard, but uh, mm-hmm. no, one, no one believes those polls. No one who's actually paying attention believes those poll numbers. So I'll, I'll just, mm-hmm. you know, get a quick response to, to those statements and to what the, the mainstream media is actually saying about them.
2: So what I tell everybody is Hillary should have been president. Right, I mean that's what we saw in 2016. Everybody said, "Oh, Hillary's going to win. Hillary's going to win," and you know, Trump came out on top. So, so that's that's my first reaction to that. Um, the second one is we've actually seen the polls. We've actually uh, FOIAed. We we sent a FOIA request um, to Quinnipiac and Real Clear Politics and some of the others. We had to get that for the FCC filing. Um, you know, we did a complaint against WSB for that whole debacle. With the debate situation, so, um, so we've we've actually seen the polls, and she's right; they they excluded her from them. So she's still polling three to ten percent in polls that they didn't even include her in. So that there's that you know there's that part, and then uh, we've done our own int- internal polling uh, just to kind of see where we were at, and then. And then just like she said, we put out an APB and said no more. Don't don't give them any data, don't give them any numbers. Um, they wanna know what our base is and, and we're gonna do everything that we can to keep that from them. So we wanna shock them and that's exactly what we're gonna do yep. tomorrow. Um, Candace is phenomenal, she really is. Uh, you know, like I said, I've known her for a year and uh, she's the one George has been waiting for.
0: Well, I, I want to bring this up because I think it's important, but you also don't want to give them numbers because the machines, they're using the same machines that they cheated in 2020. They're using those machines again for these primaries. And so we know that they're looking for, you know, we've been able to mathematically prove they use what's called PID function. And it's basically fixed point that they can come out and they can predetermine who the winners and losers are. Um, is that a serious concern on your part? I know it is on mine, but is that a serious concern on your part? And are people talking about that in, um, in those circles?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is. It's a it's a very serious concern, and so is the ballot harvesting. Um, that's something we just saw come out in Two Thousand Mules, and Georgia was highlighted, pretty pretty good bit in there in that movie. So even though they you know made ballot harvesting illegal, um, they still do a lot of illegal things that um, or do a lot of things that are illegal. So. It doesn't mean they're not going to be doing it. Uh, we, we're getting reports in and we're trying to get on top of them. Um, we actually even have some video footage of some things that we're trying to get to the bottom of. So we are trying to stay on top of every report that comes in. It does seem like it's occurring, you know, same county, same issues, same county, it's just not quite the scale that it was. Um, the machines are definitely a concern. So, you know, we just really it all comes down to God, Joe. We've been, we've been doing a lot of praying. We've been fasting. Uh, we've, we've targeted and and tackled every known thing that we can. We're trying to stay in front of every, everything that we can. So, um, and on top of every problem that gets reported and, and really and truly that's all we can do. At the end of the day, we can do what we can do. And then we have to leave it all to God. So, um, she does have the support. She does have you know, the massive base and and if they don't if they don't cheat and steal this thing outright, I can I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, she's got it hands down.
0: Well and I think that when we talk about stealing elections, you you don't have to look any further than the problems that happened leading up to the Senate runoff. So it's not a you know that they, they just replayed the playbook and because they did that, it actually showed more of what was happening in Georgia. I mean I hate to say that it's the the you know the, the bedrock of, of election fraud, but there's so much of it that and they were just basically telling us there's nothing to see here. So what do you think the outcome is if you see the same thing happen in the primary? I mean, do you think the people of Georgia will lose faith in the election altogether and just not vote in in November, or do you think that they'll be people will rise up and, and have a conversation or or make their voice heard?
2: Ah. Uh... We're, we're probably going to see see our Constitution really, really be upheld from from some patriots. Um, it's hard to say. You know, it's a, it's a tough thing. I mean, um, people are, they're tired. They're, they're sick and tired of being stomped on, ran over. Um, they're done with it. They're, they're trying. Everybody is trying, you know, to do the right thing, do it the right way. We have a Constitution. Like Candace says, we didn't write it, but it's there um and it's there for us to follow you know so um you know it's 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 kind of hard to say i I don't want to i don't want to put anything out there about what's going to happen if it goes south tomorrow but um but you know it is i mean everybody's trying to do the right thing and do it the right way i guess is about all i can say joe um i i feel like people are you know people will unite you know just to try to keep abrams out um but it's so corrupt in Georgia. I mean, I, I I'll be honest with you, I'm getting reports that Kemp and Abram have a plan for him to steal the primary and then go into the general and hand it over to her so he can retire and go on his merry way with his family, you know, so so there there's so much corruption. there's so much, you know backdoor deals and dog and pony shows and pay to play and everything else. it's we we do have a mess here. it's it's pretty it's pretty nasty, so
0: well it's pretty it's pretty evident that we're dealing with that mess across the entire nation but um more pronounced i think in georgia right now because you know it's it's a place where the people's voice it, it's it's showing that the voice was not heard it wasn't heard the first time it's not going to be heard the second time unless the people um, make their voice heard which means everyone needs to be out there and vote
2: exactly and that's what it's going to take it's going to take the people get you know coming together uniting getting out you know, take five, ten people to the polls with you. Whatever you got to do. You know, people have got to vote. So we've got to overwhelm this madness, this chaos. All so,
0: right, well, we have we have another okay, guest that's I, going to be on here as well.
2: Good. I'll, okay, is it Josh Clark?
0: It is. Do you want to bring him on with you?
2: <laughs> awesome. No, actually, I was just going to tell you, we absolutely love Josh Clark. I was going to give him a shout out. He and Chelsea are amazing. Um, I have a senior that's graduating this weekend, so I'm going to let y'all go. I'm going to jump off and go. She's got class night tonight. Um, But, yeah, just a good shout-out to to Josh. Y'all vote for Candace and vote for Josh tomorrow in Georgia. Joe, we'll be in touch, buddy.
0: Absolutely. Take care. God bless you. You too. Holly Kessler, a true patriot in Georgia. And, and guys, I'm really sorry that my – it seems like I'm cutting in and out. I don't know if it's cutting in and out on the on, the, um, on the, the, uh, the audio side, but on the video side, I can see myself actually breaking up as if I'm Max Hedron or something. So we, we have another guest. I want to go ahead and bring him in. This is Josh Clark. Josh Clark is running for office in he's running for office in Georgia as well. And he's up against some some interesting characters who over the last couple of days has said some things that lead you to believe that they're definitely not for America first. Josh Clark, welcome to the show.
4: Joe, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here with you.
0: It's great to have you on. And I'm sorry if we have an audio problem. I don't know what's happening. My computer is melting down and the equipment that we have in this Location is uh, its really good equipment. So I don't actually know why I'm having such a hard time.
4: Hey, you know what? It's probably because we're speaking truth today on the show. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the force is out against us. So we're going to keep, I love you. You're going to keep on going. Well, I'm grateful to be here. I'm actually joining you from the back of our Liberty bus. We are crisscrossing the state right. of Georgia all the way to the end, uh, leaving everything on the line the family, my wife, my childhood sweetheart, Chelsea. She's with me. Um, our kids are uh, actually, at this point, we're at different locations across the state, um, but I've got the, young, the two youngest, and my beautiful bus driver, who's my wife, is driving this 45-foot bus, and I'm in the back. So <laughs> thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. Well, you're running for Senate. You're running, you're running for Senate against a couple of, or at least one really well-known name, but that he kind of made a, a little bit of an error, I think, a couple days ago. And, um, you know, had people shaking their head. Like, what, what in the world? And it's actually not the first time he's made that slub. And I'm talking about Herschel Walker. Uh, what, what do wow. you have to say about that? I mean, he's, 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 he's made some mistakes.
4: Joe, I hate to say I told you so, as I really do. This is, you got to understand, I'm a Georgia Bulldog. And in the state of Georgia, like, we all got, were thrilled to death. When we heard that Herschel was going to move back to Georgia, then we heard he's going to start voting for the first time in twenty years. Like, period. Like, he just hadn't been voting. You know, that was exciting. And um, and honestly, it was a crazy story how God called me to get in this race. But initially, it was like, hey, yeah. the celebrities in the race. But you know what? We found out here this past weekend, and as you said, obviously you're 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 privy. You do your research. People who actually really dug below the surface would have already known this but it was still quite shocking on saturday he said that the election there was not stolen he said that donald trump never said the election was stolen and i'm afraid of people thinking that i'm crazy because it sounds crazy but that's literally what he said then thank god it's on video right then he said they said well wh- why is why is he said it wasn't stolen Trump never said it was stolen. He said, Trump never told me it was stolen. And then they said, well, why is he supporting you? Guess what he said? He said, well, he didn't have a choice. He's been my friend for decades. It's like, hey, whoa. That, I mean, that is. Wait a
0: minute. How many Yeah. He doesn't have a choice. He's been my friend for decades. I, I have friends for decades that frankly wanted to punch me in the face when I got involved, even though they knew the election was stolen. When I got involved yeah. in all the election integrity stuff and I stepped out, they were really mad at me. I mean, these are people that have been friends yeah. with me for decades. And I, you know, decades or not, I'm not going to just switch sides and go stand with the devil. I, I'm, I'm confused by his responses.
4: Well, I think a lot of people are. The first thing they do is say, could, Is this really true? Or are you trying to take his words out of context? No. They're going back, they're looking at the video and further proof. Mike Lindell endorsed me yesterday. He said, I don't care he said who he, I know he said I know him. I know him I mean a lot of people we know him he's a great football star and all that but this is not the first thing as you said yeah. that he has said cause alarm. He said the Constitution needed to be amended because of changing demographics seriously he said it was written in a bygone era. He said we need a progressive candidate who understood that. Um, there's a lot of things and not to mention his own book that's full of stuff that I just—we just we just don't talk about. But people need to know, I believe in forgiveness and redemption, but we gotta be wise and discerning. We have to win the Senate seat. And the Democrats want him to win because they know with everything in his book, the violence in there, that they can easily win this thing. And so I, I told Herschel himself, I said, this is not about me. This is not about you. This is about who, can get elected in November. And then who, just as importantly, who will go fight to preserve the blessings of liberty for the next generation? That's what's at stake. And we must be willing to put pride, ego, everything on the line, just like our founding fathers did. They risked their lives, their fortunes, their sacred honor. Those who had the most to lose put it all on the line. And uh, in fact, Joe, you may have heard last week, we challenged Herschel to show up for two debates because he's he skipped on all of them, you know. He, and, and he told me, "Well, Josh, I have lots of money because of Mitch McConnell's endorsement. Mitch McConnell endorsed him, and the floodgates of special interest money came flooding in. And I don't believe that an election should be won just because somebody is a a celebrity, or B, they have the the uh, Le- Mc- Mitch McConnell, the leader, um, the establishment support." And I think Georgians—the good news is Who's they're waking up. not man?
0: Yeah, Mitch McConnell is not a good man. I mean, it's—it's it's not a good character assessment at all. And it stands against again. This is the the haves and the have-nots. People can come and just push money behind a candidate um, who, frankly, doesn't stand up for the same things that you stand up for. And so I came yeah, up to I came up to speed on who you are very very quickly um, over the last week.
4: I'm proud to be the only one endorsed by Right to Life, the only one endorsed by Georgia Right to Life, the only one endorsed by, you know, Health Freedom and because of the stands, bold stands. And when I served in the house, Georgia House, and then term limited myself and came home, I have a record that people can look back on. First of all, I think think we all want people who will serve and come home on their own. You know, we don't want people to be like Pelosi and Biden and so many who go there, stay forever, get rich so i believe that that as leaders we should demand more of ourselves than we ask of others so we sold all of our stocks and we pledged we will not trade stocks while i'm in office because i think it's despicable that people say they're going to serve us and they come back wealthy and rich so that, you know, Those are just some of the d- differentiators between me and the other candidates. Um, I'm the only one who has served for running for a six-year term. So I, I think that that's important if you're somebody who has served and come home. Um, I'm a businessman who's built multiple companies. Um, but I think the best thing that I have going for me, besides uh, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, um, and my wife, who i married, my childhood sweetheart, mm. and our six kids, is I was blessed to grow up learning American family values. My father was a pastor. My mother was a teacher who homeschooled us. I was a first-generation homeschooler. And so I learned about our founding fathers. I learned where our freedoms come from, from God. And I learned about our civic duties. And that was what, uh, first of all, I learned to serve at an early age that life wasn't about me because my mom lost her, literally lost her health due to an accident and losing three organs. That's the best thing that could have happened to me, not to her. I hate it for her, but for me, it taught me to step up, to serve. Um, Then in my 20s, while building companies, I was volunteering to try to turn the state red because we were a Democrat-controlled state. And uh, I had a conversation with my mom at six years old. What party are we? And she said, we vote for the party that supports life. And then I learned about the other issues. And so I was involved in my 20s, just in the trenches, volunteering. As I said, served for a couple terms in the House. But right now, Joe, everything's on the line right now. And, I, and I'm encouraged because people are starting to wake up to that. But, Joe, I think there's three ways you can destroy a, con- a country quickly. One, steal the elections, right? Um, and that's, again, I'm the only one in this candidate that will even acknowledge that. And, and, again, I know why. You know, when Mitch McConnell endorses you, you can't do that. When, if you want to raise the big dollars, I was told when I got into this, do not... Speak out on the elections or you won't raise money. You know what? If I'm going to bow and bend my knee and silence myself about the things that matter and not acknowledge it, then number one, I'm not a patriot. Number two, history will repeat itself if we don't recognize it. And I believe we can go on to have, uh, I think we can win in November. I do believe that. But not living in denial, lying about what happened. And the number, the second way you destroy a country is you indoctrinate the children. That's critical race theory and it's it's gender confusion, right? That's very premeditative. They know exactly what they're doing, but we're on to them too. And I'm praying that enough of us get involved to elect patriot fighters, constitutional conservatives, not just anyone on the red wave. If we just get a red wave, we'll have more of the same. But if we get the right people, we're on to number one, we're on to number two. But number three is you flood the borders. And that's why we need somebody who will go to the U.S. Senate and they will hold every bill hostage and say, listen, until you secure our border, our youth are being slaughtered. This is not hyperbole. This is not exaggeration. We know now the number one cause of death, 18 to 45, is drug overdoses. We know we have massive sex trafficking. We know we have people coming across from 164 countries. Majority of those, vast majority, are countries outside of Mexico. And some of those are terrorist nations. I was talking to a police officer in Savannah. And they said, Josh, I said, what's your worst fear? What's your biggest challenge? They said, fentanyl it's not only killing the youth, 18 to 45, it's killing police officers. Because it's a major hazard now on the job. And exposure to a pin drop, that much can kill us.
0: Just a now, small about, little bit. Absolutely.
4: We got enough fentanyl now to kill every man, woman, and child. Most of that from China. We got terrorists coming across the border, and I'm a compassionate person, but compassion—compassion compassion isn't looking out for everybody else. Sending forty billion over to Ukraine. Yes, I care about them. Yes, I—I I, you know I love anybody who fights for freedom. But we're sending money over to secure their borders when our youth are being killed. What would you think of a dad? who is busy taking care of everyone else and doesn't feed his own family, doesn't provide a roof for his own family. You know what? You know what? That's a despicable person. Look at me. me. It is. What's that?
0: No, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think that you put our mask on before we, we, we assist somebody else, right? It's the, it's the old adage that you can't help anyone unless you can make sure that you're sustainable and you have a good foundation. I think right now we're not dealing with a firm foundation in our country. Everything has been basically put on sand. And so our, our what we're doing is trying to figure out how do we plug the holes because they put so many holes in the boat. And you know we talk about Ukraine it's not just Ukraine. it's the nearly 640 billion dollars in the last six, in the last six months that they have funneled over to foreign interests. That's money that did not go to the American people. And if you look at the three trillion dollars that they signed, 3.4 trillion dollars, nearly 2.2 trillion dollars has no direct contact with anything having to do with commerce or people in our own country.
4: That's right. You know, it's it's really we, we need to we've got to wake up and I, and it's happening. But it's people like you that are sounding the alarm, and we're saying, folks, we don't have to. We don't even have to have a majority. We need we need a minority even that love this country. If we will put our careers, be willing to risk everything, just like the John Hancock signature and every one of our founding fathers, those who had the most to lose and the least to gain, are the ones who led the way. And put everything on the line. And John Hancock, the wealthiest of them all, signed it the biggest and died in a debtor's prison. And nine were killed. And, you know, it's not just them way back. You know, I say way back then. I I believe that it's still relevant, as relevant today, the Constitution and all that as it is today. But let's talk about people today. My four brothers on the front lines in Afghanistan, risking everything with bullets flying by them. And when I served in the state house, I would think about the story of my brother, who called me from Afghanistan and he said, Josh, he said, what you're doing, he was an army ranger on the front lines. He said, what you're doing is just as important as what I'm doing, because if we lose this country, he said, then my comrade who lost his life is in vain. That's the attitude we should show up to vote. And I ask you to vote in Georgia. I ask you to text everybody you know in Georgia. I ask you, will you please go to votejosh.com Will you join our email list? Will you get on our social media and like and share the stories? Will you, even if you're able to, and I, this is the hardest thing for me to ask. It's so humbling as a businessman. I always said, I thought I'd be a pastor or a missionary, and I built companies so I could support myself wherever God called me. And then you run for the U.S. Senate, and it's so humbling because you can't do it on your own. And right now, we're asking for help just to get a massive text message campaign out tonight so that when everybody wakes up in the morning, They see the picture of our family. I have six children. I'm blessed with a beautiful wife, uh, amazing family. And, you know, they see one, one look at that. They realize, and then my proven track record, this guy will fight for me. And so we're trying to get that message out, especially with Mike Lindell endorsing us with what Herschel just did. I mean, people are just, they can't believe what just happened. They're waking up to, he's a celebrity, but he's not the guy that will fight for us. He's a great football player. But he, he doesn't even understand the Constitution. He doesn't understand what happened in the election. He thinks that the, the Constitution was written in a bygone era, he says. And that doesn't make him bad. Just you don't send a guy to the U.S. Senate for six years who hasn't even voted in 20 years. Right? So we really, I believe that Minutemen yeah, and
0: Minutemen.
4: Yeah. I believe that minute men and minute women, you remember the minute men in the Revolutionary War, they were ready on a moment's dime. They were willing to sacrifice everything. I, I believe there's enough minute men and minute women today that can make sure and help us, everything from praying for us, uh, texting all their friends saying, who do you know, joining our email list, liking our posts. You know, We, we need this to continue going viral All the way up until 7 p.m. tomorrow night. Then we'll go into a runoff. And by the way, we're trending up like this. Herschel's dropped over 20 points. So I know this is possible. But I know we need a little help. And we do need some donations. Because text messaging, believe it or not, you think it's cheap. It's not. And we've already put everything on the line. Spent everything. We've spent a lot of our own money. But you know what? don't, Don't just pat me on the back. Again, every soldier's done that. Every Patriot. The reason why we're free today is because everybody sacrificed everything. So we're doing the same. You're doing that, Joe, with what you're doing. Thank you for spreading freedom and liberty. This is the last place. This is the last stand. If we lose America, you know, we can't help out the other nations. We can't send missionaries when we come crashing down. And you think there's tyranny and evil in the world today? Oh, my gosh, there's no hope.
0: Well, I'll tell you, we're, we're out of time, but I want to give you the last word, and we're going to play, if it's okay, we're going to play your two-minute video, and uh, you have my endorsement. I can't vote in Georgia, but if I could, I would get down there and vote for you. Um, we have a lot of people that follow us in Georgia, so we're, we're going to kind of give a shout-out to them like we do us, and that is get out and make sure you vote and grab 10, 15, 20 people. Uh, Josh is asking for your prayer, also asking for your donation, so go to his website website and vote for josh Elliott as well so go vote for him and then help secure him so we can get him into the u.s senate we desperately need people who are going to stand up for the value we have as americans so josh i'll give you the last the last word and then i want to play your video uh, and then as we close out
4: thank you so much well folks again i want to thank you for listening it just tells me a lot the fact that you're watching this tells me you actually care and encourages me because you could be watching entertainment, you could be watching sports. You know, I love sports, but you know what? I believe that we can't, if we don't defend this country, if we don't rise and overcome the challenges before us, we're going to be explaining to our children what it was like when men were free. That's why I named my youngest daughter Reagan um, because Reagan said, Freedom and liberty is never more than one generation away. It's, it's got to be fought for and defended or else it will be explained to them what it was like when men were free. I think about the guy um, who, who t- Trepto, World War One soldier, found dead on the battlefield. He had a little note in his pocket, and that note said, America must win this war. Therefore, I will work. I will sacrifice. I will save. I will endure. I will give my utmost as if the, the issue of the whole depended upon me and me alone. And so... Thank you. You're one of those patriots. And I am asking you, will you pray about getting involved and helping us out? Really seriously, our team is all volunteers. You know, you won't see campaigns like this very often at all. All the way from my campaign manager, who is a CFO of a company, walked away from it all just at 42 years old, no salary in the campaign. I've got brothers doing that. Um, I've got sisters doing that. I've got, we're the biggest team of volunteers, but they're all volunteering as patriots, saying, if we don't step up now, it'll be too late. And we do need we do need some help. So if you're willing to go to votejosh.com, join our email list, please like each of our social media links. And by God's grace, I will remember who we're fighting for, and it's the next generation. I will remember what ha- I remember my this is this is an example of the difference between talk on the on the campaign stump and somebody who has actually done it. And I'm gonna say again by God's grace, but I'll never forget. When the speaker called me up, I was on the House floor. They were going to vote on Obamacare being implemented in the state of Georgia. I said no. And I went office by office trying to get enough votes to kill the bill. The day of, the speaker called me up and said it was pointing down on the floor. And I went up and he said, son, who do you think you are to tail wagging the dog? He said, you need me to get reelected. And I'm going to tell you what I told him right then. By God's grace, this is exactly what I told him. I said, Mr. Speaker, in all due respect, when I go home at night and my kids are asleep because I've been reading the bill, studying the bill, I've been working hard at the Capitol, I need to know when I say bedtime prayers over them that I fought for the next generation. I said, number two, I said, when I lay my head on the pillow at night, I need a clear conscience between me and God. And so that is how what my record was in the House before I term-limited myself, and that's who I will be as your next U.S. Senator if you'll give me the chance. Wherever you are in in the country, if you'll help us, that's who I'll be and you know this Senate seat affects the entire country. We vote on the issues that affect everybody. So regardless of whether you can vote, you can help us with donations, prayers, phone calls, texting, helping us get out the vote or have the resources to get it out. So thank you so much, Joe. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you.
0: Hey, absolutely. God bless you. And I, and I got to tell you, we're going to play your video really quick. Um, we'll, we'll let you go in the meantime, play your video and then we'll close out. But I want to tell you that hundred percent I'm in your corner, uh, Josh Clark for Senate in Georgia. So we need him there. Um, you know, I, I think Herschel Walker was a great football player, but I think that's probably where it stands for me. Probably a great guy, but doesn't understand the issues. And frankly, with everything happening in our country, we need people that are going to stand up for American values. God bless you, Josh. Thank
4: you so much.
0: All right, let's go ahead and play Josh's video if we can from his website. I want to be able to have him be able to, or excuse me, I want people to understand what he stands for. It's about two minutes long. Mr. Brewster, do you have it? Do you have it teed up?
4: Yes, I do. All
0: right, let's go ahead and play.
4: it. I grew up as the oldest of 10 children on a small farm in Suwannee, Georgia. We were very poor, but rich in American family values like hard work, faith in God, and a deep love of country. Hi, I'm Josh Clark, and I'm running for the United States Senate because I will not sit by as President Biden and Raphael Warnock strip away our freedoms and usher in a new socialist agenda. That will not happen on my watch. So we're going to come together as Americans to fight for our freedom, to stand for our liberty and put a stop to out of control radical agenda that's being ushered in in Washington. Faith and serving are values that run deep in our family. My father was a pastor and my mother a teacher homeschooled us. Mom constantly challenged us to ask, how can we honor God by serving others? We've all served in different capacities. Thirteen immediate family members have served in the military. Right out of high school, I married my childhood sweetheart and started a business that continues to thrive today. Later, I served in the Georgia legislature where I cut taxes, balanced budgets, helped pass pro-life legislation, and earned the Defender of Liberty Award for my conservative voting record. I believe we need a candidate that has the energy to win and has the experience to deliver results on day one. I'm proud of the fact that I served our state as a former state representative. I served two terms and then I walked away unopposed. This is about not just our children's future, this is about the children of America where the next generation can enjoy the good life.
3: I know anybody who has children, who has any loved ones in their life, they're feeling that now.
4: And so we're gonna go stand up for Georgia's values our country's values, and rein in an out-of-control government that's eroding our liberty.
0: Josh Clark for U.S. Senate in Georgia. If you're in Georgia, go out and vote for him. Grab some of your friends, have them go out and vote for him. The, the largest threat to our country and to democracy, I'll say we're a constitutional republic, but to our voting process is mail-in it's where all the cheating can occur. Mail-in ballots and absentee ballots allow for there to be no chain of custody, no verification of who filled it out. And frankly, it allows for the, the, the greatest thing that we have as Americans, our voice, to be stolen. It allows for it. It creates a vehicle. And so when we start talking about ballot harvesting on one side we start talking about the the reason why we're in the position we are as a nation today, you can look no further than the consequences of the problem. And the problem is stolen elections. Those stolen elections have put people in position to power and authority over the last couple of decades. It's not just a a six-month problem or two-year problem. It didn't just pop up in 2020. And frankly, they thought they had it all won in 2016. But most Americans were standing up and saying, we want something different. What you've taken from us is too much. You've taken your pound of flesh, 52 cents on every dollar. So I think Americans are finally just waking up and saying, you know what? It's not, it's not what makes us dangerous. It's not the fact that we have nothing left to lose. It's that we have everything to lose. And I think Americans need to start standing up and recognizing that that truly is where we are as Americans. We're at a place where we have everything to lose and every reason in the world to stand up for our children. So that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm going to say a prayer. Mr. Producer, we have time.
1: Say it one more time.
0: We have time to say a prayer. Is everyone hearing me?
1: Yep. Yeah, we're hearing you. Yeah, we can say a prayer.
0: All right, here we go. So, Father God, you can cut the tension across the nation with a knife. You know, we, we, we start every prayer by giving you thanks for the opportunity we have to, to have these bodies and to have this opportunity to, to live this life on earth. We are grateful for the blessings that you poured upon us individually and collectively as a nation. We are grateful for the sacrifice that your son, Jesus, died on a cross to give us eternal life. We are so grateful for the ability for us to be able to speak truth. And that although they try to take everything from us, we resist and we stand up with courage. So, Father, I would ask that you give us courage. Give us the the courage and to talk to others, counsel others in our communities and bring them to the truth. Father, I, I ask you to please bless and and fortify Candace Taylor to, to build a a hedge of protection around her and her campaign to, to let the miraculous happen so that the people of Georgia can have someone that will stand up for their values, for their needs, and not the needs of special interests of those that just have a thirst for, for power and money. Father, please put a hedge of protection around Holly Kessler. She works on election integrity and works with groups and other people inside the community in Georgia to expose the evil that they are facing, not only there, but around the country. Give her and multiply her time that she may be replenished and have still time with her family while working on all of the important issues that she's working with and on across Georgia. Father, I ask you to put a hedge of protection around Josh Clark, to be with Josh and be with his family and be with his six children to give them courage, supernatural courage, supernatural protection, supernatural strength, that they can stand up and do the things that are necessary in order to protect the values of everyone, not only in Georgia, but across the nation, as we send Josh to Washington, DC, to represent the American people. Father, nobody on this journey would be easy, and we recognize what we're up against. We are facing an evil that is indescribable, but we also recognize that your will will be done and that we need to have faith, but also act in that faith. So father, I would ask that you just give us, give us the courage, give us the stamina. And I ask for this often, give us the stamina so that we can stand up and withstand all of the fights that we seem to be under by these evil, radical leftists. And father, I know you love all of us, but we must defeat evil in our society. And I do know, that you want us to stand up and to to take that evil, take that that moral decay away from our society and away from our communities. So, Father, I would just ask you give us the strength to do that. I say all these things in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. All right. So I uh, I gotta tell you, we we got a another pretty busy day. Uh, hopefully we won't have any problems with the computer. I'll probably try to do some fixing with this uh, after. So I apologize if it was a little choppy. Um, but we're out of time. If you like us, please follow us on Rumble. We can also follow us on Frank's Speech. We go live at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time, five days a week, Monday through Frank's Speech. We're also on uh, Live and CloudHub um, live as well. When we're, we're also now on Bridie on as I was just reminded. And if you wanna to listen to us on the audio version, you go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, tune Podbean, and Audible. Go over there, give us a five-star review, and then tell other people and share it with them as well, if they need to hear this message. And by the way, vote. If you're in Georgia, vote. If you're in any state and you have a primary, get out and vote. You can text the word FREEDOM to 89517 uh, to, to, to get a reminder when we go live. And if you subscribe to our newsletter, you can just use the link in our description so you can get the daily facts blast initiatives that we put out daily, seven days a week, 365 days a year. If you want to follow us, you can follow us at Truth Social at Joe Altman, at Conservative Daily, and at Ash in America. I'm going to move a lot of stuff over to Truth Social. Um, how do you not? It says truth in it. I was asked yesterday if I'm going to get back on Twitter, and I, like, I don't I like it. But how do I walk away from true social? So I'm do, I think we have to consolidate at some point, get to one place where we can all stand together. Two other things. One, go become a member of Conservative Daily. For as little as $10, you can just support us, buy us a coffee. Um, and then you can go to conservative-daily.com. The other thing is, is we started this thing called the People's Chamber of Commerce. It's a, it's, it's a way for us to be able to stand up and give access to people to stand together in their community and build a law and policy center at FEC United. FEC United stands for faith, education, and commerce, the three pillars of our society. And the things that our organization is doing across the nation is, is to be reckoned with. That's why they keep writing all the bad things that they do about us. We just have to make a decision that we're not gonna put up with the radical left and the lies that they seem to per- perpetrate on the American people. If what they were saying was true, we would not be in a place right now where we're on the brink of economic collapse. We already know that we're on the brink of social collapse or or, ethical collapse. But now all the other pieces are falling into place. And that's because they've always said, trust us. And this is the path we should take as they run us right off a cliff as people. So God bless you all. Have a great night. um, And I will see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. God bless you.